Okay, so Michelle just said something off mic before we started recording, and I'm going to make her say it again, and we're all going to pretend like it's the first time she said it. Go ahead. Uh, I think I said um, we've, we've had a lot of themes, so it's fine that we don't have a theme, and we'll probably just naturally end up talking about how the holidays are slowly killing us. <laughs> They are. Why is it that they do that? And everyone feels like this. And the assholes that don't, screw you. Like, right. like the people who are like, I love the holidays. I mean, they're delightful and make me feel warm inside. I can think about the. Ooh, yeah. See, this is what I needed. Protein. <laughs> not not anything else right now, you guys. No, I think put some butter at the table because I don't see any. Yes, butter. Um, butter's necessary. Oh, I had a thought. Oh, no, it was about protein for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have protein for breakfast. Sometimes, yeah. When I don't, when I just like eat a granola bar and think that's breakfast, m my day is not great. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna eat this delicious sausage. Mmm, this is turkey sausage? This is really good. It looks good. It is, it's really good. I kind of forgot that that's what I Thanks. ordered. It's okay, you um, yeah. So yeah, we may, we may talk about the holidays and how they're killing all of us. <laughs> it does get to that time. I mean, I feel like a lot of people I've talked to recently are kind of feeling the, the crunch. And, like, it could, it will get so much worse yeah. than it is right now, which Absolutely. is why, it's the only reason I'm, like, frightened for the next <laughs> the couple future. months, because if, if it's things it are now. this bad now, but, here, let's I do make feel that like your water, because I haven't you. I do feel like stuff feels earlier and earlier every year. I purposely made it earlier for yeah. myself yeah. to sort of help alleviate the stress yeah. later. Yeah. So maybe things will be okay because I you spread it out. Yes, maybe. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I think that's the idea. But guess what? We're people that don't know how to stop. Right. And so we'll just be like, "Ooh, I have free time," or I have like we won't even notice that there's like less things to do. We'll just make oh, absolutely up another thing to add to the well, plate. Well, like, I'm in the middle of so much shit right now, and what did I do yesterday morning? I decided to add stuff to sales section, add I stuff to um, the, uh, the new editions, limited edition, because I had all these photos that Steve has taken for me, and I added them, and I'm like, well, why not design an email and send it out right now? <laughs> and great. I did that, and then... You know, obviously I had orders from them. Like, oops, I just added Made to the for pile. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's kind of how it goes. But I, I like, thrive on that. Yeah. Um, The working all the time. Oh, shit, I forgot it, to make my phone go to sleep. Oops. I, I think I got mine. Sleeping. Working all the time is fun to me. There's something well, yeah, actually I mean, romantic about, um like working all day and all night yeah. to me. Oh, I'm gonna sneeze. Nope, no, it went away. Um, Excuse me. To the point where when I should be excited that I have 
something non-work related to do later today. You're I like, should be excited about I that. Like, yeah, I get to take a break, but I'm annoyed because yeah. now I'm going to have to work even harder than I was already working, and I'm not really sure how that's even possible. But I think that's part of. I mean, I think for a while I kind of felt like that oh, whole self-care. Stuff oh yeah, self-care. We're gonna talk about that. Like I think it was. I think I. For a while, because I wasn't acknowledging how much I needed it, I was just like, it's called taking a nap, people. Like, I was always just like, come on, you don't have to, like, be so regimented about, okay, now I'm gonna go do some self-care. I might need to but I think that yeah, doing that. I feel like self-employed people get into a space where you work all the time. And you don't, you often, you often don't go like, I'm going to go get a massage. Like you don't look at those things as necessary things. You don't look at them as positives for your business. You look at them as like non-necessities and like things that you're wasting time on and things you're wasting money on. And those are, that's every decision in my life right now is, is it a waste of time or is it a waste of money? And then you have to realize like, guess what? Going and getting a massage like once a month even or once every two months. I was doing it once a year. Right. But like, if you think about (laughs) that kind of thing, like those things can actually make you more profitable as a business owner like you that that shit can equal being working more effectively and being more productive and being less tired and making less mistakes and but it's really hard to because you often feel like people are going to look at you like oh aren't you lucky that you get to go do this and this and this and like aren't you lazy and aren't you wasting time and aren't you wasting money when (laughs) you should be people should be admired for being, you know, caring enough about themselves yeah. to be like, I'm going to go do a fucking face mask tonight. Right. And that's a and nice thing for myself. There are things that are cheaper. Yes, for sure. Or even free that you can do. And I think that's what I need to look into. Yeah. Um, like the other day, I suggested that we start, like, doing stretching like in the morning mm-hmm. or at night and of yeah. course um steve just said eh, i don't know <laughs> which <laughs> like, is no. weird because he's like super into it mm-hmm. Nor- he bought a book about stretching he's gonna kill me he, good. good thing he does not he listen doesn't to listen. this anymore he, he bought a book about it and i thought oh he'll be really into this it'll be a little routine and then i'll go to the gym and he can go for a walk but we'll both get up and stretch yeah um because, I don't know, we've been staying up late and sleeping in stupidly, and just, it's setting a bad precedent yeah. for the rest of the year, sleeping till 8 o'clock. <laughs> Which is sleeping in. Yeah. 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 7, 7 or 7.30 is sleeping in for me. Ladies, we doing okay for mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Um... I've found that I, like, get the second wind at, like, 9 p.m., and I can yeah. easily work. Yeah, I am the same way. Like, I don't know. I stop myself at, like, midnight, because I'm like, well, I want to get sleep. That's yeah. where I won't sacrifice. I see all these other makers, like, 
not getting enough not sleep. getting sleep yeah. i will get enough sleep yeah for sure yeah sleep is vital or else i'm non-functioning yep well i won't cave on it what was that what was the um what was was it an Instagram feed or a website the what that wellness for makers? That's the only note I had for <laughs> for the self care thing. Yeah, wellness for makers. And did we find them or did they find us? Um. Well, I've been following them on Instagram. Oh yeah. Nice. On my business account. Yeah. I'd never heard of them before until I saw that you mentioned them or it was on like they started following Pancake Town. I think yeah. So I went and followed them from Pancake Town, and then they followed us back. Um. Yeah, I just, I like, um, they have little suggestions for, uh, like, what to do while you're sitting yeah. over a table yeah. or, you know, desk all day. They I find it, I like that it's really specific to makers. Mm -hmm. I think that's really interesting, because it's not something that I would have, I mean, obviously there's a huge audience for that, but it's not something that I necessarily, I kind of want to figure out a way to get them involved in show of hands. Totally. Because I feel like that's a direct, <laughs> you know. They have a little shop on their website where they sell like um, little massage things Aww. for yourself. And there's one that like does something to the pressure points in your neck that you can do yourself and I really want it. It's only like 14 bucks or something. I really them. don't know why I haven't it. We should get it. them for Pancake Town purposes. My, um, we'll write it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a whole nother topic. I hate it when I hear people Taxes. say, oh, you can just write that off. It's like, yeah, it was still money I spent. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, the goal is to come out with a profit, not it just, just mean write a bunch that of my shit bank off. account yeah. is not depleting. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just a way to make people feel better about spending money. Yeah, I don't really think owner. that way. No, I don't either. I bet there's a lot of toast noise right now. Uh, it reminds me. Um, <laughs> I'm still behind on my favorite murder. You are? Yeah, because I only listen like a couple times a week. Um, How far and behind? And I started. Like what episode do you think you're on? Um, it said it was called Harvard 2. Oh. I'm and on, I don't know what that refers to yet because it wasn't Georgia's. I'm almost. It must be Karen's. I just got to the crossover episodes where they oh. are on Anna Ferris's. Oh, so I'm ahead of you then. Oh, you're ahead That's of me? That's weird. I just did those last week. Oh, then you're ahead of me. Yeah, just slightly though. Um, so, um, you haven't heard this yet then. No. Um, Georgia did a corrections corner and she said, I will never eat while being recorded again. Because <laughs> maybe you did hear the episode where they got burgers or something. Yep. And it was like lots of chewing noises. Yeah, and I, I didn't think anything of it because I have no issues eating while I being think, recorded. I think if you're just recording and you don't tell somebody like, oh, now that I'm saying that, did we say that we're here? Did we even talk? Did we even start? No, we just Instagram storied. We're at Pancake Town. Shit. Which is the original Alps. Pancake Did we House. say this is no. Pancake Town? Hi, everybody. This is Pancake Town. I'm Michelle. And I'm Emily. <laughs> We're only 11 minutes in, so that's, that's not, not terrible. People know what they're getting themselves into. Yeah. Um, I did think after listening to the... I've only listened to part one of the Anna Ferris 
crossover episode. Mm-hmm. I did think that that's a pretty genius idea, and that we should totally do that. The crossover, mm-hmm. yeah. where we record an episode that gets that's like on t- on their pod, whoever's yeah. podcast, and our podcast. Well, we also need to interview people that are like psyched about being interviewed on our podcast and like posts that they got interviewed on our podcast <laughs> because I think we're at like a I don't know twenty percent rate on that. <laughs> Not to make all you people who <laughs> got interviewed feel bad. No, I did. I, I meant to make you feel bad. Uh-huh. Did you get interviewed on our podcast and not tell and not anyone tell about anyone it? that you did? You're a jerk. We know we're not that famous. No, we're obviously not. If I was not. interviewed by a podcast, I would be talking about it. I would it. say something about it. Yeah, I think. So this is make everybody that supports us feel guilty corner. Suck it. <laughs> oh, so what I was going to tell you yeah, before we started recording is that I talked to a PR company mm-hmm. um, about doing work for a show of hands. It's kind of one of those things when you... It's one of those things that I think a lot of... I know this has happened to me a million times in the course of my business. Where something that you're like, there's no way I can afford this. Mm-hmm. Like hiring a photographer. All the time, yeah. Or having someone do graphic design work for you. Or buying a $200 trade show sign. Or, you know, like things that you can remember being newer or being a smaller business and being like, someday I'll mm-hmm. do this. I have so many of those some days yeah. still. And like one of my some days was someday I'm gonna have a retail store. Mm-hmm. And now I'm now I'm on the complete other side of that where I'm like, I did that, it was great, it's over now, mm-hmm. move on. Like it's weird to be on the other side of things like that and then you start to remember like, okay, it was terrifying to take that leap or go oh my god how where's this money gonna come from (laughs) this thing that I don't how can I possibly afford this but I kind of in the back of my mind know this is going to be the best for the future of what I'm doing Mm -hmm. so I don't know I just got to a point actually it was from a conversation that I had with Brett I know I was I was there part of that conversation (laughs) I felt that kind of kicked me in the ass a little bit so Brett from Sound Off Designs I met at at the Andersonville Arts Week, and he was talking to me about, like, hiring a PR person and just, like, getting somebody else to get their brain into this and, like, not have it be me. And also realize, like, yeah, just because I have ideas about, like, what could be done doesn't mean I'm the one to do it or I'm the one. Like, I don't have connections with press places and news agencies and mm-hmm. bloggers and like I, uh, but a PR firm does a good one and so but then I'm also like I can't spend 10 grand on a PR firm <laughs> to, you know Great. like I don't That's have the budget so for that it's a ton of money um so then it's the it's the trick of finding a PR firm that's willing to work with, like, my small potatoes. And how ironic is it that, like, a small potatoes event is consider- is a show that brings in, like, 6,000 people mm-hmm. in a weekend. Like, yeah, how, like, 
obviously PR for hiring a PR person is going to be really intimidating for a lot of small businesses. But I think you can probably hire like a, a individual versus like I'm talking to like a firm. Oh wow. Um, where a team would be helping me, not just like a person. Uh huh. Um, so obviously that's going to cost more. Can you say what it what place it is yet or no? I guess I should. Well, are they like hired? They're not officially hired okay. yet, only because. So. I mean, yeah, maybe I'll talk about it yeah. again once okay. it's official. Yeah, yeah. I will say it's a Chicago firm, and they're awesome. Like they, I mean, I, I kind of tentatively was like, I'm just gonna send them an email, and and I basically just did a Google search. I was like, I'm gonna okay. do a Google search for like small. I think I searched like boutique PR firm Chicago. Mm -hmm. And then I just started looking at people's websites and trying to get a sense of like, what kind of clients do they have? And like, am I even remotely in the realm of, you know, like I don't want to waste somebody's time, but I also don't want to assume that they wouldn't kind of switch gears for me. Mm -hmm. So I sent them an email and I said, look, this is my deal. This is where the event is at. This is kind of what I'm looking for. And they sent me pricing, and then I basically wrote back, like, I can't afford you. Yeah. I'm sorry for wasting your time. Uh -huh. um, thank you for, you know, uh -huh. caring to email me back. And then they sent another email that was like, we want to talk to you further. We, we're really interested in what you're doing, and we would like to make this work. Interesting. So That's not what you expect no, to hear. No. Huh. So, that kind of, I mean, and honestly, that could be totally, like, a ploy to, like, work me into a place where, like, maybe I will spend that much money. Right, but, but it also could be a genuine thing where they're like, you know what, yeah, you might be small potatoes and you might only be able to give us half of what we normally charge, but then we'll structure what we're doing so that we're only using half our manpower yeah. because you don't require double the manpower. And even if it is their goal to get you to eventually pay what they want to charge you, the point could be that they're gonna they want to prove to yeah, you what they absolutely. can do and show you that they are worth absolutely. that money. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an int I mean, and so I talked to one of the women that works there for like an hour I just gave her background on the show and like how I've been doing you know and I tried to like not feel embarrassed by <laughs> the fact that I'm like this one horse show <laughs> like this is me this is it and she was just like this is amazing that you're doing this all by yourself she's like that's incredible she's like I looked at your website I've seen she's like I've heard of your show I and she was she asked the right questions she had like a list of questions for me about like where do I see the event going and like if money were no object where would it grow to and she's like do you want it to be in 15 cities do you want it to just be in Chicago do no. you want it to be six times a year do you want you know mm -hmm. and I just was like oh this is even just helpful just answering these questions like oh are you my new business consultant right thank you I mean literally she just asked me these questions that I'm like obviously I've thought about these things but having someone else ask you outside you know that's completely new to what you're doing is really it makes you sit back and go oh yeah I don't I actually don't want this to be in other cities I want mm -hmm. it to stay in Chicago I yeah. want it to stay 
two shows. I want the shows that exist to just get bigger and better and have it be like, and I told her, I said, my goal is for it to be the most talked about, most like anticipated shopping event in Chicago. That's what I want. Well, I mean, as someone who needs to do holiday shows, yeah, I guess I don't know about a, a shopper's perspective. There are like three main holiday shows to me. Yeah. Um, Renegade, one of a kind, and show of hands now. What about um, those? Okay, four. <laughs> Dose is definitely up there. Yeah. Um, and I missed the deadline for applying to that because I couldn't make up my mind. Yeah. Um, one of a kind is just too big Absolutely. for me yeah. and not my customer, I don't And think. I think it's too big for a lot of people. And then uh, Renegade I got waitlisted for. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I think it's interesting. I mean, I did. I actually talked about Renegade kind of as a counterpoint when I was talking to this PR agency and I just you know I said I think they're doing one thing and I'm doing another like they're, they're not I said it's apples and oranges mm-hmm. and I said I don't think I like the idea of 30 or 40,000 people coming to my show I think that sounds like a nightmare I said I want you know twice as many people to come good coffee good. Uh, coffee yeah I want twice as many people to come and spend twice as much money. Mm-hmm. I want the right people to spend the right. Water for right now? I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Like I and I said to her, I said that would be some that would be something that I would want to really talk to them about is like, how do I not just get bodies in the door? I don't mm-hmm. want just bodies. I don't want everyone to go look how crowded it is in here. I want yeah. it to be. I would rather have less people spending more money. Yeah. Because I want the right customers. I'm fully aware that the entire population of Chicago, maybe 10% of them give a shit about what I'm doing. Mm. But right now I'm getting 1% of that 10%. I want the whole 10%. Sure. Or at least closer to the 10%. I don't, I'm not at all shooting for a hundred thousand people to give a shit about my show. Yeah. I want the right, you know, right. I mean, right it's audience. like with social media followers. We could exactly. certainly yeah, I do could, some things to get absolutely. way more followers. And you could buy 50,000 followers if you feel like right, that's important. Or even, I don't even, there've got to be ways to get them without buying. I don't know. Well, yeah, I, mean, I don't you know could, what it is, but I'm not willing to do it because I feel like I have um, good engagement as mm-hmm. it is. So... Yeah, I think it's it's an it's an interesting problem because it's like obviously you want to market your event to the biggest group of people, but I also want to make sure that in the marketing I'm doing, I'm appealing to the right to the right group of people. I don't want to just you know, make up fun gimmicky things to be like, "Oh, but look, we got 50,000 people to show up." Did they spend money? Did they yeah. all walk out with shopping bags filled with stuff? Because yeah. right now, that's the track we're on. Like, if 5,000 people show up, 4,000 of them or more are per- are making major purchases. Like, the vast majority of them are walking out with bags. I barely ever see people come in that don't go out with something in their hands. Whereas at a show like Renegade... More than half of those people are walking out without having you purchased think? something. I mean, I haven't ever been able to pay attention because <laughs> it is so nuts, but I can't imagine 
like putting yourself through that kind of event and not buying something, you know? But I think because there's that I I struggle to I get beer here. I hope people are buying stuff. I yeah, mean, I mean I'm sure that that they are. But I don't know. I'm still holding out some hope that somehow I get in off the waitlist. I feel like they so. pull people off the waitlist pretty often. I got in off the waitlist for holiday several years ago, but and it's completely fair that I didn't get in because I haven't done the holiday. Did you talk to event. other people that applied? No, not really. Um, I just wonder if it's another like half these people aren't even from Chicago thing. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I haven't done the holiday show in years. Yeah. So I haven't exactly like held down a spot with them. You know. Yeah. No, I know. I didn't do the summer show this year. Yeah. I'm like off the radar. I guess I feel kind of lucky that I even got on the wait list instead of just, just a big fat no. Yeah. Um, and I'm still waiting to hear about Porter Flea, which I also don't expect to get into. Yeah. It is hard. That's another thing that I think about, too. Like, we, I think about if the show does get bigger and bigger and bigger, like, it's going to become so much more competitive to get into the show because I don't have... She asked me about making the show bigger, like, individual but shows how, bigger. How? But I would have to... I would have to move to a different venue. Right, which, where is that? Which, where is that going to be? I think that's the reason why we don't have more events in Chicago. Oh, yeah, I mean, because the where are you going to have them? so much money. The good venues cost an insane amount of money, including the one that I am currently holding my show in. And the shitty venues, like a gymnasium, Mm -hmm. um, or a convention center, or a place that's going to be cheaper, are in really hard-to-get-to locations. Yeah. Um, Like, it's no mystery why Renegade moved their event to Bridgeport. That that venue is it's half nice. the price. It's very nice, but mm-hmm. it's half the rental price of my of what I'm renting. Mm-hmm. And they have twice as many vendors in that show. So, you know, there is a certain point where I could make some major decisions that equal more money, or I can make decisions that equal better show. So it's tricky because I want to stay at the same venue. They've they've. I will say that Artifact Events, I've kind of fallen into a really amazing situation where, like, it's only gotten better and better and better each year that I've been there, completely by coincidence. It has nothing to do with me being there. It's just that I got in the door at the right time, and then Artifact Events showed up and bought the building and was like, oh yeah, this this shitty shit here, we're redoing that. We're gonna redoing this, we're redoing the bathrooms, we're gutting this back room, we're gonna make this prettier, we're gonna redo these floors. And so I kind of feel like I just wanna hold on for as long as they'll have me and hope that my event improves alongside of their renovations. Um, they've renovated a back room that I didn't know was gonna be there for the next show. That can hold like 20 more vendors. Oh, really? And so now the show that I thought was going to have to be under 80 vendors 
can now easily be probably a hundred or more. On, wait, where's For, the back room? It's the old, like, cocktail lounge that was behind the hallway. The, you come in the bubble gallery on the other side. Mm -hmm. So that long hallway that was next to the room you were in. To the right of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There's a room back in the back oh. that was usually used for like up to be a bar or whatever. They just like gut I mean it was it was somewhat big before, but it had furniture and a bar and shelving and architectural artifacts stuff in it. And so I always looked at it as like, oh well this wouldn't be a place. I would put food vendors in here and the beer. And this would be where people would hang out. This couldn't be a place for vendors. Now they've gutted it, raised the ceilings, cleared the floor out, redone the floors, redone the ceilings. There's a giant skylight. They're talking about putting a second floor. It's not like an awkward room to be in, though. No. Like, remember? Um, yeah, it's the not Lasky Field House. Like, yeah, where there's like a little bastard stairs. Room. No, it's yeah. very much connected okay. to the main room. Like, especially the way that they've re they redid the staircase. The staircase used to come down straight, and now it comes down and angles into the room. So they redid the staircase, they put in an elevator, they redid that whole back room, and I kind of like just eyed it. I didn't measure it based on the other space. The first floor, I can probably fit 50 to 60 vendors, and the second floor, another 40 to 50. Wow. So. I kind of thought I was going to downsize the show for 2018. Mm -hmm. Nope. I thought you were too. Yeah. I, was I thought that that was going to have to. A bummer because you already got so many applicants this year yeah. that you had to turn down people yeah. that you didn't yeah, necessarily I want to. Yeah, I a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I, I do feel like this year has kind of felt like that bullshit thing they say when they talk about the tipping point. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where I'm at. I, I always wonder if you know when you're at your tipping point. Because I, sometimes I feel, I feel like I'm on the verge of it and then it and doesn't like, happen. No. Yeah. Um, I actually feel like the true tipping point was the 2016 holiday show. I feel like that was when I, like, during that show was when I thought this show is going to the show's gonna go places. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a really good show Because, like, me, the shows so. previous to that were all really good. Like, they were all... They were all great, and people had a good time, and some people made money, and some people didn't, and some people had a great time, and some people didn't. But that show was the show where, despite criticisms, and despite some vendors being, like, you know complainy and like having issues with certain things it was when I started to feel like oh no I got like I got this like I I can manage people's complaints I can do what I I kind of had a realization of like I, I can take this shit on and not take it personally and try to do what I can for people but also it's not my responsibility you're actually really good at that I don't know why I was talking about it with Steve the other day it's cause I hate people no you do like okay so we both kind of hate people yeah but we also have this weird thing where I hate people you that I don't like have that a thing? way more feelings than I do oh yeah in I have general. way more feelings than you do right yeah for sure um, but you're so much better about actually, like, sticking with telling someone no, 
Where is I I might like break down and be like, well, you know, like Yeah, I think I just don't I have a really strong bullshit meter. I also think that I'm especially with regard to business things and vendor things and I think I have a lot of experience with people kind of the psychology behind it like why people say the things they say to you and why people try to get things out of you and where they're coming from so I'm behind the scenes I'm like fuck that asshole right Mm -hmm. but then I'm also like in reality I'm going okay why is this person sending me this email Mm -hmm. or what what's really going on yeah I try to think I can know all of that yeah and and still still be like there's just this like (laughs) ball of tension in my stomach that's ruining my day I think I have that too I do have that like I'm not immune to that ball in my stomach but I do think that like I'm forced to get over it real fast because yeah, you're better at getting over like, it. Like what else? What else am I gonna do? Sit around and be like, oh, these three people said they didn't make money at show of hands. Who cares? Ninety other people did. Yeah. So it's and it doesn't help me. It doesn't help me to focus on those three people. No, it doesn't, and it, and that's all real logical. Yes. But like, there's yeah, that doing it. Yeah, pre- saying that it and doing feeling, it like in your shoulders and in yeah. your stomach. That's like it. No, your body knows but then that something's that, upsetting. Isn't you. that interesting though to think about? Like the things that you're saying. Like you have all the you think this and have this thing in your stomach. That person on the other end of the problem, whether it's a vendor complaining about the lighting or me calling Classic Party Rentals and being like, where the fuck are my chairs? Um, and then being like, what are you talking about? I don't know. And being like, don't bullshit me. Send The chairs better be here in half an hour or I'm getting my money back. And then they're are like, Are we going to have the same chairs that we had for the spring Those show? fancy Those ass are chairs. Awesome. Um, those are Artifact Events chairs. Okay. And yes, we are getting them again. <laughs> Um, she actually, she, they bought those chairs because they basically can include them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They bought those chairs at some point because they're like, we have the space to store these and like, let's provide them to mostly weddings. They're always for weddings. And there was a point where they kind of, they don't really have a home. Like those stacks and stacks of chairs don't have a set storage place. And we actually kind of use part of their storage area, that other room that you've been in before that had the all big wooden altar piece. Yeah. That's always just Oh, you're right. I always forget that is and like storage. They literally just use that for storage. Yeah. And so when my show happens, they're like, um, so can you use our chairs instead of us having to figure out where to put them? Thanks. And I'm like, yeah, sweet. I will yeah. save like several hundred dollars in rental costs and just get to use your chairs for free. And they're nice. And they're better. Yeah. yeah. And they're beautiful. Um... So, st- I mean, stuff like that, yeah. the, the upgrades that they make, I end up reaping some of the benefits of. It makes my event look better. Like, when they change the bathrooms into those fancy-ass bathrooms, that makes my event look better. Yeah. It makes people go and go, oh, my God, this place is fancy. I'm going to spend some money. Do you do, like, money. some sort of, like, selfie show of hands thing in there? In the bathroom? I can't remember if you did. I did a picture of just the bathroom. But, like, you should have little signs that say show of hands and oh, I was about make- taking. I was going to make a hashtag that was like, I was trying to think of something really clever about like washing your hands and like showing Uh showing your Uh hands. I was trying to think of something like super clever that's literally like, 
all the hashtags would just be people's pictures Maybe in that Maybe someone bathroom. will come up with it for yeah, you. Yeah, if somebody has an amazing, like, show of hands or hands-related bathroom <laughs> selfie hashtag. <laughs> Got that it? That wasn't specific Got at it? all. Well, so did you see my recent hashtag that I'm trying to make yes, happen? Yes, I did. <laughs> so I realized that so many of the vendors either, like, become friends after the mm-hmm. show or they're like, hey, we should collaborate and make a product together or they fucking, like, open a business together or they open a who store. Who opened a business together? There's a couple people who... There was somebody that, like... That got, like, a joint studio space after, like, they met at Show of Hands. I don't know. And there were people... There's a ton of people who have products that are, like, joint products. Or they just, like outsource shit to other people or like Julie from Long Done yeah, Dandy yeah. was like I got this stamp made by East Grove Stamp Company and it's like oh you like I didn't know you guys even knew who we Well she was. said that um, she it did was it from the podcast. the podcast I know who, and it made me think I'm like well who else can we talk about to everyone cause I get think your wedding dress really made by Sophia Reyes. Promoting get a bunch people. of pins from Reppin' Pins. Buy some candles from Edgewater Candles. Um, get some amazing pants made by Wolfka. Uh, go- <laughs> <laughs> buy all the mugs from Christy Ahi Ceramics. Get a bunch of toffee from uh, Betty Plum Confections. Buy all the soothsayer Oh my god, you are so in show of hands mode. I'm so in show And you can't turn it off. I can probably start listing the vendors (laughs) in alphabetical order. Um, Aged and infused. A favorite design. Is this our show of hands episode? (laughs) Because it's supposed to be next week. Oh, okay. No, I'm so in show of hands mode right now. Because the walkthrough's on Saturday, and I'm like all consumed with like what tables everybody needs and who wants electricity. Oh my god, literally everyone wants fucking electricity. Really? There I got to tell you people that are listening who are in the show, there are like eight electrical outlets. I cannot give 76 people access to eight electrical outlets. I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually talking to the lighting guys about yeah. plugging into the sta- the trees mm. um, because they don't like us to do that, but I kind of thought if I regulate who's allowed to do it and who's not, um, like if I put certain people who requested electricity, like, and basically it would be like, in exchange for this electricity, um, you have to deal with a tree in your booth. Okay. And by tree, I mean the... The light posts. Yeah, yeah. They're called trees. Um, Yeah. I'm constantly trying to figure out how I can help everybody, but it's really hard. (laughs) Because it's just, like, the restraints of... I wonder what everyone needs electricity for. I think a lot of people are nervous about the lighting. That's a thing every year, is that everyone's... Which is another reason why I'm excited to not be in that space ever again. Yeah. Because... The windows alone in the other space are going to change everything. Like, the fact that there are no windows... People find a way to complain about... Oh, yeah, no, ...no matter what, because I was in that upper space, but away from the windows, and my customers kept saying that it was dark on the one side of my table, Yeah, and I thought it was fine. Well, and and that's the thing, is, like... Come on, you, people. You also have to remember, like, uh, and this is some, one of the things where my feelings come into play. Um, 
I, I do often have to think like, look, the, these are all circumstances, like, and, and I know that some people are gonna come to the show and like have a lot of shit going on or be nervous or be uh, like have m money on their mind and like other people are just like fully confident and like don't have those feelings. And so there's certain people that are gonna come into the show feeling overwhelmed and feeling stressed out and feeling underprepared and they're going they're definitely going to look at every little nitpicky thing and try to create reasons why they're not doing well or reasons why the money isn't just rolling in and oftentimes they're going to look to me to be the re the reason like yeah. what did what did the show do like is it my booth placement is it the lighting is it the flow of traffic is it the signage is it the whatever and all of that is like, I often just think, I'm doing what I can do, and I'm using my judgment to decide the layout, and decide the signage, and decide the flow of traffic, and blah 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 blah. Um, and at the end of the day, like it sounds really harsh, but at the end of the day, you don't have to be in my show. Yeah. Like that's your choice. You're a grown up. You don't have to shop at a shop you don't like. You don't have to eat food that you don't like, you don't have to buy the car that you don't like, and you don't have to apply to my show. No. And I can't make all the people happy all the time. No. It's an I, absolute impossibility. Uh, and I and I, I don't know why I so desperately want that. It's, it's so... You'd think I wouldn't give a shit. Well, yeah. I, I, I shouldn't give a shit, but guess what? I, I give too much of a shit. And that that is usually what gets me in trouble is that I give too much of a shit. But now I usually just like, I try to take what people are saying and I listen to it and I take it to heart and I put it through a filter of like, are you being crazy? Or are you, you know, what what is- I need to work on that filtering yeah. business. Like the filter, you have to put the filter in to, to take you out of the like, oh my god, this person is being critical of me. I've failed. Everything is wrong. Everything about the show is wrong. I bet everyone else feels the same way this person does. That's what your brain wants to do. That's what my brain wants to do. But then I, I have to back away from it and go, okay, what's the full picture here? Is this a new vendor? Is this a small business? Are they sharing a booth? Are they by themselves? Do they not have any help? Um... Dog. Have they done the show before? <laughs> like, there's things like that that kind of make me go, how much credence am I giving this concern? Or how easy is it to just fix? Like, some people come and they're, like, so traumatized by something that they're like, oh, my God, my, I can't get my sign to do blah, 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 blah. Or, like, you know, whatever it is. And I'm like, just hang it over there. And they're like, oh, my God, thank you. I will just hang it over there. You know, so sometimes it's literally just, like, they're in their zone, and I have to remember each person is individually having their own. Like just because they're one vendor in this giant show doesn't mean that they're not their stress isn't relevant. You know, yeah. like I would be as stressed out if I if I was just a vendor at the show, and so I can't look at it like, um, stop your complaining. I'm running this whole thing. Yeah, fuck off. Like I have to go. Yes, your concern is valid, and there's. And I will say to them, like, look, there's really nothing we can do about the lighting. It is the way it is. If if you're able to bring a light tomorrow, I suggest you do that. Except for you have to plug in lights, and all of the lights you don't have to plug in are hideous. Yeah. I have one. Yeah. And it's 
tiny and awful and ugly and I but it's also the thing that you have to kind of like manage people's feelings and let them know that like you may feel like you're in darkness because the person three booths down from you is in direct bright like Mm -hmm. theater light But the reality is, is the person standing right in front of your booth is not going, I wish I could see this better. And you know what? If there is a point where a customer wants to see things, something more clearly, let them walk down to the light. That's, That's not what a big I did deal. at the last show. And so there, the, there's some of that where it's like, I understand that people are high part. They're, they're, they're making their stress bigger than it is because it's a big show and it's a big money commitment and it's a lot of time and they want to do well. And I have to be the one that's like, look, you're fine. We're going to help you. Don't stress out about it. What can I do to make you feel less stressed out? It feels like this is a good transition to talking about managing our stress in general. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because we are going to be doing these events yeah. um, hopefully non-stop all holiday season yeah. or if you're me just once because <laughs> that's the only one you're allowed to <laughs> I do um, think it's interesting because I think we need to go into these without the stress that yeah. we've built up yeah. um, in our studios it's not it's, it's so hard to not whatever level you're at or wherever you know like however much shit you're making if you're doing a show every weekend all Christmas long or you're doing one show or no shows and you're just yeah. trying to like push your wholesale orders or push your online sales it's it is hard to not sit there especially when you're a retail product business where it's like you have to run your business like I hope I'm going to be busy. I hope all this work that I'm doing and all this effort I'm putting in is going to mean something. And it's hard not to sit in your studio and be making stuff all day long. And then at the end of the day, like you're real proud of like all that work you did, but then you're like, what if none of this sells? Like, what if I go to a show and it just sits there? Right. How do I feel about that? I've been thinking about that so much because I have several things I'm working on. I'm on two clipboards right now. Normally I have one clipboard <laughs> no, to do list. One, clipboard. one clipboard girl. Now you're two. I have two clipboards up. Oh god. Um, one of them is just show of hands. Uh-huh. Um, and then the other one um, it was just wholesale but I got it the wholesale part down to one column and then retail and then consignment restock. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about baseball right now. Baseball. Is this better or worse than the silverware wrapping? I don't know. It just got loud. Well, it's because they got real excited about the Dodgers. Oh, is that what they're... That's all I heard. Was we're the in Chicago. I thought we were done talking about baseball. I thought oh, no. we were pretending you, like baseball doesn't exist. If you love the Cubs and then they drop out like they're not in it anymore you have to pick the next team to give a shit about and you still gotta talk about sports what else are you gonna talk about right am I right um am I right folks <laughs> I'm so glad that baseball is I'm not gonna basically talk. done oh um, ditto to that you know why Addison bus yeah <laughs> because I like to be able to get around the city without wanting to rip my hair out because of all the people wandering around in Cubs outfits, yelling at each other. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, and you also have to talk about football. And then I told Josh. Wait, where were we like, before the baseball? Oh, we were talking about your clipboards. Okay, I'll, I'll get back to it. You can finish that thought, but I just I got so far away from where we were that I. I thought I'm never going to finish my thought. What were you saying? What was I saying before you talked about clipboards? Yeah. No, you just said something about Josh talking to Josh. This this is like a little too real conversation. Yeah, this is how we actually talk when we're not trying. Um... I was going to say that I feel like I've had this conversation with him several times where there was a point where I said to him, didn't there used to be sports seasons? Like, didn't there used to be, like, football is in the winter and baseball is in the spring? And now I feel like all sports That's are happening when they all start. the time. They're, it's constant. Like, I feel like simultaneously people will be talking about baseball, hockey, football. Yes. All, they they all, overlap. Basketball, all the same time. I don't know anything about basketball because, thankfully, Steve doesn't watch it. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Um, Josh doesn't watch any sports. I, get, I have literally the best husband in the world. Yeah. I get really frustrated when um, hockey drags out like into practically summer. And I, I'm so probably much. really exaggerating so it. Much. No, but, but it feels, it feels like, like that, right? it's on way too long. It feels long. like it's on all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so back to yeah, yeah, my yeah. clipboards. <laughs> Emily and I hate sports. Who doesn't hate sports? Oh, wait, everyone. Yeah, whatever. Um, So, um, the wholesale and retail are the only parts of these to-do lists that are, like, paid for up front. Yeah. Everything else I'm making, the entire show of hands board, and the consignment is, like, I'm hoping it sells. And, yeah, a bunch of it is going to. Yeah. But it's it's so hard to prioritize because I need to have enough at show of hands and I need to have the right stuff. I have to put all this thought into it. Actually, it took me days to plan what I wanted to bring for show of hands, whereas um, normally I would just knock out my list in like an hour. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the way I've changed my display. It's so much more specific, like, well, with the pricing. And do you feel like you're putting way more pressure on show of hands, on your performance at show of hands, because it's the show, that, it's the one yeah. show you're doing? Yeah. Like, I was thinking about that, too, where I'm like, that's another thing that I have to take into consideration with vendors. Like, if this is the one show they're doing... Then, or it's the one November show they're doing. This, like, everything is riding on that. You know it what I mean? Has it has been the one lot. show I've yeah. done for the last several years. In November. No, the oh, only holiday yeah. show I've done because um, the last few years I've been so busy with um, keeping up with retail orders for the holidays. Yeah, that you didn't want to commit to. Right, I didn't think I could handle it um, because it was just me, but now that I have help, I'm like, I have to apply for more shows, which is why I applied for more shows this year. I would love to hear from people who do a lot of shows. I'm talking to Mark from Edgewater. Well, (laughs) like, do you feel, I wonder if the people who have, like, shows lined up for all of November and December feel less stress in a way because they aren't kind of putting all their eggs in one basket they're like I mean I could imagine that you do show of hands at the beginning of November 
and then a week later you might be doing another show and so show of hands it's like you know that if you come out of that going oh I kind of missed the mark I didn't really hit my sales goal mm -hmm. but it's okay I got six more shows right whereas if that's the only show you're doing you re you will come out of that show and go oh fuck what do I do now like yeah. if, if it doesn't go well yeah and you you make you know you don't hit your sales mark by 30 percent then you might go into panic mode or you might think like oh god what you know I, I'm overmade, or yeah. now I really have to put pressure on my consignment stores and stuff like that. So I always wonder, like, I mean, there's so many factors going into like each individual maker's stress. I think about that yeah. a lot. Like, like some people have a store to manage and they're making shit. Some people have employees to manage. Some people don't have any help. Some people have um, children. <laughs> oh, I know. Like I. Constantly, I always have to remind myself that many of my vendors are away from their family. Like, their spouse or family member is watching their kids while they're working eight-hour days at my show. And I'm like, that's another thing that, like, might be adding stress to them or making them worried or making them I don't know how I don't know. do it with kids because I'm I think at this point they where... They either have amazing spouses or amazing family members or amazing nannies or ama I don't know. Like, like I actually have help now mm -hmm. and every single day I'm like, I don't have time to make myself food. Yeah. That's, yeah, and it's October. Yeah. I mean, I think, I do think that obviously both of us are talking from a place of absolute ignorance because neither of us know anything about what it is to have a child. I can barely take care um, of myself. Right. And, but I, I do think some of the people that I've had like in-depth conversations about, like you have children, it's like you just, you just switch, like you just change your priorities and you change how you work and you change how you function and you don't think of it as like it's definitely lots of work and it's definitely more to deal with but you don't you don't think of it like that the way that if someone just like handed us a child right now and was like babysit this child for the next month we'd be like what the fuck do I do but yeah. like you you just kind of get thrown into the fire and you don't think of it that way it's almost like I try to think of it in a really dumbed down way of like I just get up and walk my dog three times a day but yeah that's a whoops fire um and like yes that's a very minimal idea of what we're talking about but like I've switched from being a person that didn't have to take care of a dog to a person that has to take care of a dog yeah. and that didn't like change my life or make everything unbearable like I just that's just part of my schedule now I have to feed the dog and take the dog to the vet and take her for walks and you know make sure she's happy and so I think that like on a much greater scale you just adjust. I think you just. I, I think it's amazing. Like, especially the people that come and, like, have, like, a baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bergen from Lillibar. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. You just, like, you just have, like, this. I think, I don't know how old Joe is, her older daughter. But then she just had a baby. Yeah. And, like, she's just, like, pumping it out and doing shows and being part of pop up shops and, like, making shit all the time. And I'm just like, you're, that's so admirable. Like, I, it makes me feel like I'm a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. But then I, at the same time, people are like, you're running a whole show by yourself and running a company and that, and also have a job now. 
<laughs> right. And so sometimes you have to like pat yourself on the back a little bit. Yeah. And like oh, give yourself a break and be like, I'm fucking amazing. I'm doing a lot of work that a lot of people would not be able to do. And yes, I look at other people and go, I'm not working half as hard as them. But you don't know that. You don't. Who cares? Like just work as hard as you need to work. And then, you know. Adjust. I think we all, I don't know, there's that whole work harder, not work smarter, smarter not harder. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm constant. That's my philosophy in general. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think the thing that. I just work hard and not as smart as I I don't think I work as smart as I could. I kind of hate it that I'm that person who is always saying, I don't think you know how busy I am. Yeah, I, that's like yeah. a thing going on in my head all the time, and occasionally it comes out of my mouth, and then I feel like an asshole for saying I think it. That we feel, I think makers and self-employed people feel really defensive about it, though, and yeah. I think that's justified. I think that we, I mean, that's part of show of hands, like kind of the mo of show of hands is that I want, I want to make sure people realize that like these are not just like lazy people who can't get a real job like these are not people who are just like doing playing at work and like making a hobby into a business like these are hard-working business owners yeah and you know 75% of them this is their full-time job and like you if we can elevate them to a higher level and put them in this amazing venue and be like look how fantastic all their products are and look how professional they are and look how easy it is to work with them then I feel like we can start to make the general public not treat makers and self-employed people like kind of like a joke. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I feel like a lot of us have stories about our family members. Oh yeah, and that's what our I'm friends. thinking about. Like for sure. I, I feel like everyone I've ever had a conversation with about their family, there's at least someone, at least one person in their family that's like, why don't you just get a real job? Or I know I've had that like, conversation. They they're confused as to why you're complaining about exactly all of the exactly work. when when you get to work for yourself and, and do whatever like, you want. It here's the thing. Um, I wouldn't be working 12 plus hour days For if I didn't yeah. love it. Right. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you go and do other jobs where you work for other people and you're probably working eight hours. I don't know. There are other jobs where you work more than that. Lots of Yeah, something's going on. Something's going on down Elston, folks. Um, <laughs> but, like, I have, I want to work these long days yeah. for myself. Yeah. However... It means that I have to sacrifice all these other things. Like I don't see friends yeah. anymore. Like yeah. I literally yesterday I'm was sorry, telling Josh, I cannot yeah. see you until January. I told Josh I was like we because we went to, had that beat kitchen show. Yeah, which that you I didn't, didn't go show to. Up to. Um, you know what? We were packing wholesale orders till 11:45. So on you're Sunday you night. get a pass because you were doing work. Um, but like I went to that show and it was amazing because. Like friend, like friends of mine that have never met each other, like met each other, and I was just like, "Oh, these people are so great! Like these are these are good, awesome, nice people that I really like." And and I'm constantly saying like, "People are shitty, and I hate being around people, and blah blah blah." But like, and then when I go to show of hands, I'm like, "These people are awesome! I want to yeah. hang out with these people only." And so. I was telling Josh yesterday, I'm like, I am a shitty friend. I'm like, I am oh, a shitty... Oh, I've been a shitty friend for 
years. Yeah. Like, I just, I see other people, like, doing friend things and, like, sending their friends presents and, like, being supportive of them and, like, going out and going on trips together and all this stuff. And I'm like, I am the worst friend. I'm the yeah. worst. I was like, this is, and I said to Josh, I'm like, this is why I have no friends. <laughs> because I, mean, I am a shitty, yeah. shitty friend. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, um, I see Monica once a year now, yeah. and it's because she comes to Tucson with me to go to the gem show. But I had to, like, work that into in that a situation, business trip. You would obviously see Monica way more if she lived in Chicago. We were bad at it, though, once right? I moved out. Um, oh, yeah. Because we lived together for eight years, and then I moved in with Steve. And they were like, and Bye, it turned out it was hard to like it's, make plans. I mean, yeah, you. Ha I mean, I've learned now that like instead of just acting like it's all gonna magically come together and you're just gonna like go get drinks randomly. No, like, I don't. You have, have to literally like I Kate from Sacred Art was at Beekchen and I was like, we need to both write this down in our calendar. And then we both said like we should go get dinner or drinks or something. And then we both kind of said, yeah, but maybe after show of hands. And then I was like, no, 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 let's make it. Before show, of oh wow! Because then, like we we both need you're it. You're very ambitious. We need we need it before show of hands. We don't need it after show of hands. Back to our self care and saying. like making the time for what we need to do. You know that, to feel normal. Yeah. Well, we the entire reason this podcast exists is because we both oh, yeah. know that we right. need for our own mental well being to go and see each other and vent and talk and get shit out and then we both leave this and have been thinking of now we're like oh I'm thinking about this now or Michelle planted the seed of this idea or we should yeah. both go home and do our homework that we never do oh I think about that <laughs> like midweek I'm like oh we were doing this homework thing and we that was a doing great it. idea maybe at the end of you this know, episode we should give each other I kind homework. of finished the homework I assigned myself in like episode 3 which was organizing <laughs> my inventory yeah, see? and I'm like, it just oh, took I should you post a, while. a photo of it. We should just give ourselves farther away deadlines. Yeah, not a week. Yeah, this isn't high school. But I do think that, like, I mean, I will see Kate and talk to her for half an hour about nothing, and feel so much better. Like whatever, like, or I'm, or I'll be like holding on to some shit or being angry about some situation, and then I just like see you or see her or go out with something and, and then like just spill it all out and then I go home and I'm like oh, I feel so I don't, why was I worried about that like you feel so much better or they just give you some perspective like yes. if you're all stressed out they'll just be like look just do this and don't worry about this and it'll be fine and then you in the back of your mind you think well if Kate thinks I can do it <laughs> sometimes even, then I can like um just saying something out loud. Yeah, absolutely. Like changes just, it. When for I talked me. to the PR person, I was like, I was saying shit out loud. Like I kind of at the end of it wished that I had recorded our conversation because I was like, oh, I just said a bunch of awesome shit. Like I took notes <laughs> during the thing because she asked me about like why did you start Show of Hands? Like what what was the what what's the main goal of Show of Hands? When you think about the show, what do you want people to think about when they come to it? And I'm like, oh shit, this is like she's dropping real shit on me right now that I know all the answers to those things, but saying them out loud to another person makes you go, oh, I know what I'm doing. Like you start to think like, 
oh, I've got my shit together. Like, I'm. this lady is listening to me talk, and she's going, all right, this sounds great. Let's, what do you, what should we do? And then it just kind of makes you feel, that's, I think that's why when people do show of hands, that's a thing that everybody talks about afterwards, is like, that they love hanging out with the other vendors. They yeah. love seeing the other vendors and having conversations with them and meeting new people and seeing the people that they don't have time It's the to only see. time I see a lot of people. Right? And then actually. it's like, that's why I want to figure out some like off-site off things, like things we can all do that are like, here, you don't have to work at the show. We can all hang out and do this other thing. Yeah, well, I mean, that's... <laughs> We want to do the podcast yeah. meetup thing. Yeah, we should definitely. Um, uh, I don't know what else I was. And then bowling. I keep. I'm obsessed with the idea of going bowling. I know I you know are. Why. I don't know why. I literally have not gone bowling in probably seven years. But all I can think is how fun that would be with like sixty of us taken over a bowling alley. I actually um, <laughs> think bowling is fun, but um, my old lady arthritis Doesn't in my think it's fun? No. I I can't really do it. You can just hang out. Yeah. I can hang out. You can be scorekeeper. You'll be scorekeeper. I usually am scorekeeper yeah. now. So there you yeah. Go. Um, if anybody knows anybody that owns a bowling alley oh, that wants to give me um, Timber Lane's free bowling. Down the street. Oh yeah, on Irving Park. That's where um, we used to have our little street have? holiday parties. A bunch. Oh, we should totally go there. That would be a great place for it. It's right by the venue. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna work on bowling, everybody. We. I feel like every week we say we're gonna do something. And then we don't do it. Right. Which I think about all the time, like, stop saying you're gonna do things, like build a website. But that's the whole point. I will build a website for the podcast, but it's not happening this year. I feel like the podcast is a, like, idea board where you just throw shit at the wall and like one thing sticks What's, yeah. so we just gotta keep throwing shit at the wall <laughs> okay yeah, yeah yeah the more shit we throw at the wall the probability is there that like five things will stick I was hoping that this episode would somehow come up like be another one of those things where people are like okay it's okay they don't have my shit together these people don't either right um they're a mess too that is the point though I mean, that is the point, is that we're trying to, like, not only have a conversation with each other, but op- tell everybody else, like, it's okay to just, like, talk about your shit. Yeah. Instead of pretending like everything's peachy keen all the time. I also not. wish people could talk back to me directly right now oh my and God. say, hey, Michelle, you should do this. So, it works for me. So, kind of on that note, the episode of My Favorite Murder, the crossover one with mm-hmm. Anna Ferris. She has, because remember how we talked about how we wish that people would like, we could have like call in? Yes, they, they do. Okay. They call people. They do, yeah. They do like scheduled call ins. Yeah. So they arrange with someone like, hey, we're going to call you at yeah. 9 a.m. on yeah. Thursday. And then they do, you know, do like an interview with the call being recorded. We should do that. I would love to do that. I don't know what equipment they're using to make it sound as I think good they're as using they are. their phone. No, uh, really? they're using their phone, and then Josh, they use their Josh, yeah, to edit it. To Maybe sound we good. need to do it when we actually I think that have. Josh, I think Josh will say Josh. that I bet. I bet he'll say something like, "There's a cable or a way to connect your phone uh-huh. to the mic so that it's recording the actual audio and not 
like what is physically coming out of that speaker into that microphone. Okay. Or he'll be like, just put the phone up to the microphone. <laughs> well, see, now those are my like low tech. Because um, we're like we're not inclinations. I I'm not sure if there's no way I'm right. You know, like just stick the phone up to the microphone. There's Some no way that that's shit. how you do it. But we're also recording a podcast, like sitting in a pancake house with a like fifty dollar mic on a tripod. <laughs> And that seems to work fine. It, yeah. I mean, forget the fact that Josh has literally like thousands of dollars worth of sound editing equipment in our basement that he's then using to make it sound good. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so, like, yeah, anyone can have a podcast, sort of. But no, anyone can have a podcast, for real. Our sound's slightly better. Our sound's then. not as bad as it could, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and it's because my husband is essentially a sound designer. Yes. <laughs> Which, lucky us. I don't know that we would have been like, let's do a podcast, if we ha- if it wasn't such an easy, like, well, but Josh will help us, and we you have this mic already. I figured... Like, would we have done it? Yeah, between... Well, because I had mentioned it to Steve, and he kind of already knew, like, what you would need to do, and I'm like, yeah. well, Josh probably knows what to do. Yeah, and then and has that literally in yeah. a drawer yeah. in our basement. Yeah. Um... I need more coffee. Uh-oh. Where's our Jamie? lady? Jamie! <laughs> our waitress is awesome. She also is trying, like, really hard not to interrupt our recording, which I told her she didn't have to It doesn't to do. matter. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Hey, um, we still have, like, more time. We could hang out here. Do we want to, like, wrap up this conversation? And do another one? I don't know. Fucking shit. Um, yeah, we're at an hour nine. So yeah, this could we be could. a full episode, and then we do a second one. Yeah. We are so efficient. Yeah. What time this is, is it? This is working oh my smarter. Oh 10.30. We're so good I today. think it is. Okay. Because um, so I feel like we kind of just fizzled We did a fizzle a little bit. Which, you know, We're gonna bodes get some well. more coffee. It bodes well for a second episode. Tea. Yeah. I'm going to get some more tea. Yeah. Um, what do we need to end on? Nothing? Just the, the usual. The usual. Do um, we want to ask anybody to send us any questions? I feel like nobody's really sending us questions, which is kind of lame. There are a few that we just haven't gotten to. That we're just ignoring. No, I'm not ignoring. (laughs) Actually, that's a whole episode, I think, is going through all the questions that haven't fit into a theme. Can I be super... And just answering them. Can I be super, what's it called, narcissistic? Is that the word? Well, I don't know what you're going to say yet. So So tell me which it is. Michelle wants more coffee. Oh, and Um, I'll have more water, too. Thank you. Um, Narcissistic. I'm guessing that you're correct. (laughs) (laughs) And then you'll tell me once I say what I'm going to say? Yeah. I was going to say, can we ask people, since the next episode is going to be about show of hands, Uh can people ask questions about show of hands? (laughs) Yeah. No, that is narcissistic. (laughs) Can everyone ask me questions about me? Mm Mm-hmm. Go. (laughs) Um, I kind of want to... I I mean, maybe not necessarily show of hands, but maybe, like, more about the vendors, which is about show of hands. Yeah. But, like, like, I don't know. Maybe if it's makers asking or it's non-maker, if it's shoppers or anybody, um, I'm thinking questions like, you know... 
who's like asking both of us, like, who do you want to buy stuff from? Or like, who are you looking forward to seeing? Or who has the best booth displays? Or who am I just asking the questions that we're now going to answer? Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess I figured we'd ask some another vendor to be on, okay. but we haven't talked about it. Okay, so we'll have to figure that out. If anybody who's in show of hands coming uh -huh. up wants to be on the next episode, email us. Thank you. Because um, we want you to be on it. Yeah, but what if we're like, no, we already have someone. Because we'll I already have, have a, someone in mind. Then we'll have them be on an episode, a follow-up after yeah. the show. What if we're like, we hate this person? Then we will say... We are booked for a year. <laughs> we'll tell them to fuck off. <laughs> is that fine? You can tell them that. Hi, this is Emily. I'll make something Please up. Please fuck off. Michelle's not part of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Um... um Oh, Who's yeah. going to email so, us that we hate? No one's going to email us that we know. hate. I don't know. I'm always worried about it. All right. Um, so Who do we hate? We're we, gonna hate start, we hate some people. We hate You're everyone. Right. We do hate some people. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start a thread in the Facebook group about self-care. Yeah. We, you know what? We didn't hit on as much as I'd hope so because I don't think we are good at it. We're complete shit at self-care. I think let's... And let's I want us to share our, yeah. you know, little tips We can very easily visit, revisit that topic. The over episode, and over again. The episode after show of hands. Or, yeah. Because that's and still, like, in the In December, head. Yeah, too, exactly. when we're really dying. Yeah. Yeah. So let's make sure that that's a later episode. The whole rest of the year, let's all try and... Let's all go to a spa... Or like that someone else pays for. There've got to be things that like don't <laughs> cost money. Like Can show little hands things. Get, maybe my goal with the PR agency is to get some new sponsors that are all spas. Sure. <laughs> I, Six like, spas. We have like someone who goes around and gives little two-minute um, shoulder massages. Those people are always at shows. There was yeah. always a massage person at the DIY trunk show. Okay. Okay, I'll work on that. For real. I'm for real gonna work on that. Bowling, massage person. Someone the other day said that there that we should have the oh, I think it was Bergen at Andersonville. Uh-huh. Um, which you was talking about having the having coffee on a cart. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> having the coffee be brought around. Of course. And I made fun of her because I was like, Oh, I'm sorry, the fact that I'm giving you all free coffee all weekend long. It also needs to be brought to in, us. In a vendor lounge yes. that is specifically dedicated to your personal use is not enough. Now nope. we have to cart coffee around cart. with like a barista that will make you things on a cart. <laughs> yeah. But then she was saying, she's like, yeah, but I would pay for that. She's like, I, would, I wouldn't expect that to be free. And I was like, oh, no, I see what you're saying. She was saying for like the show. Oh, okay. That there would be like... Is a, okay for now? Yeah. Okay. That there would be like a mobile coffee vendor. Well, and I was like, the show kind of, I could see that happening for the next show because there's like literally three, four rooms. Mm -hmm. I could see that making more sense than the current setup where it's literally like we're all kind of in one room and the coffee's right there. Why right. do you need someone to bring it to you? I think one of the food vendors should take the initiative and go around and take orders. Oh, Sophia suggested that. I think I'm actually going to talk to Puffs of Doom about doing a pre-order for vendors. Oh, okay. So something where they just make up like a lunch-sized, it's not a full-size grilled cheese, it's like a prepped thing mm. that's made at the show and then, and then like at whatever time um, my volunteers will help deliver those yeah. lunches. And it would just be two orders. It'd be a Saturday lunch and a Sunday lunch and that's it. 
and oh, it, it would cost whatever, and I would just give everybody a link, and they would pay Puffs of Doom ahead mm-hmm. of time, which I think is genius. Yeah, I mean, I think some some sort of events do right? that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's extra helpful for the people that come to the show and don't have a helper. Like, that don't, that are there by themselves. Which is nuts, because I've always had a helper, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyhow, wrapping it we up. We were supposed to wrap up six we're minutes ago. We're wrapping it up. Um, this is yeah. what happens. We come up with new things to talk about. Um, so yeah. Uh, join the Facebook group. Follow us on it's Twitter. Awesome. Um, follow us on Instagram. At Pancake Town Podcast. Yep. And then make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. We've got a couple reviews on there, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. And um, we're over like 3,000 yeah, downloads. Yeah, we're over 3,000 downloads. Crazy. Which is a little insane. Go back and listen to some of the old episodes if you're skipping them because. Don't some... skip those bonus episodes. Those yeah. Those were good. I think a lot of people skip the bonus episodes. They're actually full on episodes that yeah. we just labeled. We got excited we at the did. beginning yeah. where we were like, let's do two a week. And then we realized that was insane. Yep. Um, and yeah, tell all your friends about it. And literally, if you post about us on Instagram or Facebook, we will post about you. Because yep. we like that shit. So if you want a free shout out, give us a free shout out. It works exactly. that way. Yeah. What's we that? Need Fo- more of that. Follow yeah, to yeah. follow or like to like or what? I don't know. What oh. are the kids saying? I don't know. Barf. Legit AF. Barf. Um, yeah. Okay, so we're going to stop this and then we're going to record a second episode. Bye.